The Associated Press conducted a two-year investigation and found many businesses in the food supply chain have been quietly using forced prison labor. AP Global investigative reporter Margie Mason is joining us on Drive Time. Margie, off the top, we should point out there's a difference between prison jobs like making license plates and forced prison labor. We, for this story, really kind of focused in on um, agricultural work. And a lot of that is still being done on prison farms um, in the South. And so we were looking at um, people who are incarcerated and in some cases making only pennies or nothing at all for the work that they're doing and being sentenced to hard labor. So if they uh, if they don't do the work that's assigned to them, say, they could then be uh, sent to solitary confinement or they could face losing privileges or other types of punishment. Is that kind of forced labor illegal? No, it's actually um, under the U.S. Constitution, the 13th Amendment, that is still there today. There, it, it says that slavery and involuntary servitude are basically outlawed, except uh, as punishment for a crime. So it's still very much in the U.S. Constitution, and it's in a lot of state constitutions. It's still in the language uh, in those states as well. So when we're talking about this forced labor that you looked into, what kind of companies are we talking about? Some pretty common names? We looked at the supply chain. So in some cases, you had big companies like uh, Tyson or Cargill or some of the other big grain companies uh, buying straight from prison farms. And then, of course, that goes into their supply chain and that is then being distributed you know, and, and, and fanning out into all kind of other uh, brands such as gold medal flour, or I think we said, you know, ballpark hot dogs and Coca-Cola, um, Riceland rice. That's another one. Riceland's buying directly. And then it, and then it can feed on down, you know, it go, it ends up on the supermarket shelves in Walmart or Target or Kroger, wherever you're buying your products. Do a lot of these companies use forced labor knowingly, or do some of them maybe have contractors who are using it and they were unaware? I think a lot of companies uh, were, you know, that we talked to, they weren't aware. They said that they were going to look into their supply chains and see what they could find out. But I think just the nature of how supply chains work, you know, we've done a lot of work um, in Asia with this as well. And you might have, you know, slavery, say, involved in the seafood industry that ends up making its way uh, onto counters and shelves in America as well. And and the companies may or may not be aware of it. I know you reached out to some prison officials too. What did they say? Correctional officials see this um, through a different lens in many ways. Um, they say that this provides skills. Um, it helps people who are working to be less idle and it helps the time pass. It gets people outside, teaches them work ethic, um, and in some cases, you know, you have uh, jobs that are really teaching skills that can be used outside. Um, they also say that, you know, these jobs can um, help to lead to to other jobs as well once they get out and they can help them save money if they're if they're making some jobs actually pay a little bit more. But there's a lot of deductions that come out from that, too. But they at least are able, able to save a little bit of money in, in those particular jobs. Were you able to look into that at all, Margie? Uh, do some of these prisoners eventually get out and then they're able to 
apply the skills they've learned in some of these jobs? Yeah, we did. Um, we talked to a few people. Uh, you know, it, it, it was a mixed bag. Uh, you know, some people were really happy with the experience and they were able to come out with a little bit of money. I mean, they all complained about the deductions that we're taking and they all said, we don't understand, you know, why we need to pay um, 30, 40, whatever percent of our pay to the prison for room and board. Um, and that's very common practice too. So there, you know, a lot of them that we talked to were obviously not happy as well and saying that they felt like they were being taken advantage of. And I'll just say that the people who are making more money, that's a very, very small sliver of the overall number of people working in prisons. Most people are making um, really just you know, a few pennies, less than a dollar an hour. Associated Press investigative reporter Margie Mason. Interesting story. Thanks for talking with us, Margie. Thank you so much.